Okay, before we jump into another episode of RHOD&D, we wanted to take a quick moment to shout out our amazing patrons over at patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd. We're an entirely independently run show, and we quite literally couldn't do it without your support, so thank you for joining our Patreon and helping us continue to make new episodes of RHOD&D. If you haven't checked it out yet, head on over to patreon.com slash housewivesofdnd for access to our player character sheets, DM notes and confessionals, video versions of our episodes, our full-length behind-the-scenes podcast released every other Monday on our off weeks, live events, merch drops, the chance to name an NPC, and so much more. Patreon.com slash Housewives of D&D. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. RHODND is a sexy, terrifying, savage podcast for mature audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode notes along with links to all of our maps, transcripts, and ancillary content. Last week on RHODND, Kiki spent the night in the mines where she learned that she and Gnome Feldry had more in common than she realized and walked away with a cart full of gold. Looks like it pays to be the bigger person. Everyone woke up having had wild dreams about some newfound abilities, and Cass also woke up with a new youthful appearance, and then promised the worshipful mayor that she would repair the tower on the hill. But will she make it on her own? Dr. C had heart-to-hearts with both Brina and Anya, but once again had reason to question her relationship with BFF Cassandra. Now she's off on a shopping spree, but trust in Cass isn't something she can buy in a store. Sasha spent the morning scheming and hatched a plan with Brina to sabotage the wedding. But in return, she promised the gnome girl a favor, anything she wants. Will Sasha keep up her end of the bargain? Anya reluctantly found herself caught up in wedding prep, and while she still hasn't directly told Wilfin she doesn't want to marry him, she knows Dr. C and Sasha have her back. Or do they? Will Sasha and Dr. C follow through on disrupting the wedding? Or will Anya become a lucky spark? How will Kiki explain where she got all that gold? And does anyone but Cass still care about women, pal? Find out this week on RHO D&D. All right. Just a little reminder of where everyone is. Anya, you're at the blacksmith. Mm. 
Kiki is asleep outside the blacksmith in her mining cart. Cass is on her way to the blacksmith. Sasha is outside the blacksmith, talking to Brina. And Dr. C is on her way to do some shopping. Do you guys need to see a map? Uh, yes, absolutely. I, I will never turn down a map. <laughs> it's the same map. I don't care. I love it. I just want to see it. There you are. Dr. C, if you just exit the blacksmiths here, you'll see that right across the street is um, another shop full of oddities and whatnot. And um, your necklace is still being smelted, but it should be done at some point. And then what did I promise her? A couple of gold pieces. <laughs> gold. I'm gonna have to negotiate with Kiki. Yeah, and Kiki is sleeping <laughs> right now in a mining cart, probably around here. She's just sleeping on a whole pile of gold? Yeah, it's 23 chunks of gold ore. It might be her best day. Very good. Dr. C is outside and she spots Kiki on top of gold ore? Yeah. And Dr. C like to roll for sleight of hand to see if she can just steal some gold. Okay. Yeah, I would say with advantage because she's sleeping. Ooh. So you get to roll twice and take the twice. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm going to roll twice because that was a three. Twelve. Yeah, I think you're able probably to pick up three. She stirs a little bit, but you're able to take three away. And then I'm going to like shimmy on back and enter the store. Ooh, you're going to enter the store. There's no map for this store, so we'll use our imagination. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> well, I didn't post. It's fine. All right. Dr. C, you walk into the store and are greeted by an almost overwhelming collection of items. Clothes, toys, candy, small machines, books, bottles, and scrolls. And it's all for sale. Dr. C immediately goes to the clothes and just like takes an armful of them and then realizes that they're made for tiny children-sized human beings. And gets very sad again about her body. Dr. C's got a lot of body dysmorphia like happening. Both with being, feeling left out about Cass. Cass is now just super young. And now she can't even fit these cute clothes. She puts them back. Can I help you? Says an elderly gnome in the corner. Um, His name is Merlin Wiggles, Wiggle Swift. Oh, that's very cute. That's a very (laughs) cute name. And Dr. C whirls around. He goes, hello. Hello. My name is Dr. Christina Yang. You may know me from creating Dr. Christina Yang in Grey's Anatomy. I was looking for some items uh, to make a spell. What kind of spell are you trying to make? Maybe I can help you. My friend woke up looking very youthful. And I was curious if that's just something in the water here, or maybe it's a spell that the Lucky Sparks could teach me how to do. And if so, what I would need for that spell. Younger, you say? Yes. Well, that sounds an awful lot like, well, it couldn't be. Is it the potion of longevity? Dr. C pulls out a page from Brina's book and goes, I believe so. Would you happen to have these items? And points to the ingredients, which say scorpion's tail, adder's fang, a dead spider, an oil of slipperiness, and a tiny still beating heart. (laughs) He takes out like a monocle and he's looking at the ingredients. It's like, oh yes, I see. 
Well, I could sell you the, a jar of adder fangs. It's 20 in a jar for two gold pieces and um, scorpion tails. Yeah, we have a pack of three here for five gold pieces. Dr. C pulls out the gold ore and goes, um, so this isn't refined into gold pieces? <laughs> no, it is not. Uh, <laughs> but like how much, let's just say, I mean, this is the purest form of gold. I feel like this is even better than just gold pieces. Merlin kind of looks at you. He's very curious because like you're, you're very strange to him and he slowly takes one chunk of gold ore and he's like, this, this will take care of the cost of those two items. And Dr. C goes, oh my gosh, Merlin, you, you are a lifesaver. You're like a little personal shopper. I adore you. I just want to pick you and put you in my pocket, you. Oh, please don't. See, it's not so weird, is it? Okay, you're not even here. So he's, yeah, Merlin is, you, you guys are very much getting along here. Could you do a charisma check, actually? Sure. Five. <laughs> Dr. C thinks the charisma is happening and she starts like doing a little shoulder action and then kind of gets a little teary eyed because it reminds her of flirting with Christian, not the vulture, but her husband. <laughs> um, he he notices you crying, but pretend it's not happening because he's very professional. And, and he looks at, down at the list and he goes, uh, oil of slipperiness is another potion. It's not an ingredient. And Dr. C goes, of course I knew that. Thank you, Merlin. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You just remind me of my husband. He's a very handsome, taller man, uh, but he's just so helpful and always believes in me. Merlin is starting to feel a little bad for you, and so he's going to level with you, I think. Are you new to magic? And Dr. C goes, no. And then bursts out into tears. <laughs> yes, I am. It's just I feel so lonely and I don't know what to do. Well, I could I could teach you a few things. Like, do you know about spells yet? Maybe. Yeah, me. No, I don't. <laughs> so with a with a shaking hand, Merlin unlocks a cabinet behind the counter and pulls out a large cloth bound book. And he places it gently before you and strokes the cover reverently and then looks up at you, his eyes glowing fervently. Is that like a Scientology book or something? Because I'm not into that. I'm so sorry. Okay, so Merlin's going to look at you and be like, is there anything from your repertoire that you feel like is missing and that you would like a little help with? A little help? Uh, I guess the slipperiness thing would be really helpful right now. And he goes, okay, well, when you're ready to learn a new spell, all you have to do is find a scroll with that spell on it and you can learn it and you can add it to your your spell list and dr c more tears are brimming and she goes i love books so this makes sense <laughs> now he's confused so he's he goes in the back and he grabs a jar of adder fangs and he puts them on the counter and then like from the wall just like the pack of scorpion tails and puts it on the counter and he takes the gold ore and he's like Good luck. <laughs> Merlin, I will never forget you. In my mind, I will always think of you as like a mentor to me. Goodbye, Merlin. Thank you again. And then leave. Wait. He says, you know, I just thought, let me give you a, just a parting gift. By the way, are you going to the wedding? And he grabs a... And Dr. Seagull, <laughs> I wouldn't miss it. I'm part of the bridal party. Oh, really? You know the bride? 
She's a very good friend of mine. He hands you a little bottle um, and he says, Oil of slipperiness on the house. And then Dr. Christina just goes, You're a good man, Merlin. Perfect. If we could go over to the blacksmiths and check in with Anya. I feel like Anya's now fully in her dress and just staring at herself in the mirror with regret and horror. Can we see the dress again? Absolutely. I was just... Does she still have her armor on underneath her dress? I feel like she has relented and taken the armor and Bryn (laughs) off of her body. Oh, God, it's so good. Wow. It's just gorgeous. Wait, does Bryn have a matching outfit? I really hope so. Yeah, what's Bryn wearing? Uh, Joby is now measuring Bryn Mm. for his outfit, (laughs) and he's he's squirming around. He's not really enjoying it. Oh, (laughs) my poor sweet boy. <laughs> Joby, what is um, return policy? Oh. She looks very confused. We've, ne- we've, ne- we've, ne- we've never had anyone return my dress. Do you, do you, do you don't like the dress? Oh, no. It offends no, no, you? No, 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 no. It is, it is fine. It is fine. <laughs> uh, apologies. Cass, <laughs> you're walking up to the blacksmiths. Do you go inside? Well, yeah, but Cass was going to wait until everybody was gone to go into the blacksmiths, so she's kind of just lurking. Uh, maybe she puts her hood up. <laughs> In the alley. Oh. Anya shouts from inside to Sasha. Sasha! Yes, darling? Hi, I need your help and uh, opinion. Absolutely, dear. Just a moment. Sasha turns to Brina. Do we understand each other before I go back inside? Anything? <laughs> dead look? Dead look in the eyes? Brina slowly leans in and says, The fact that you're so good at stealing might come in handy. <laughs> I think I understand you now. And yes, I got really inspired by your by your desire to help me. And I think that, you know, you can be a klepto or what was someone that steals stuff and also be a good person. So I really appreciate what you told me and I'm thinking about how I can help. I think I have a good idea. Wonderful. And you know, at some point, maybe uh, in the future, I, I could talk to some people and you might even have a space on a, a lovely show. You know, you'd have to practice what your tagline is, you know, something clever like, you know, um, I don't read books, but I read page six, you know, something like, I, I don't know what you would say. Uh, Molotovo, you know, so it's, it's not who you know, but who you trust, you know. Would you like to try one? What would your tagline be? <laughs> on it, you know, uh, uh, no pressure. Um, anyway, yeah, I'm coming, darling. And at that point, Sasha heads inside to help her friend look at her beautiful and very bowy dress. And you do, um, not noticing Cass with her hood up as you walk in. What is that, a bush? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. C crosses the way back to the blacksmith and notices this weird bush, too. And I'm like, that's a weird place to put a bush. <laughs> I don't understand landscaping and walks into the blacksmith as well. Okay, perfect. Tala's eyes light up when she sees you. Oh, it's ready. And Dr. C goes, shh, and and runs over and goes, I have some gold ore for you. Oh, you do? Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I knew you would pay me. (laughs) She puts it down on the counter. I'll just smelt it down and I'll give you back your change. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. 
Thank you. Each ore chunk is probably worth around 10 gold pieces each. You get 18 gold pieces back, as well as a little piece of jewelry in a burlap sack. Ooh. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. Dr. Cisa, thank you. And puts the change in her ditties, and she puts on the necklace and tucks it into her um, jumpsuit. Mm. And also titties. <laughs> and that's what you store near your titties, Anya. Not children. What? What? And Dr. C, will you come in here and look at my dress? And Dr. C goes, I'm coming. She then puts out one gold piece and slides it over and goes, this is for all your help. <gasps> oh, oh that's so sweet. Uh, Thank you so much. Good luck with everything. Thank you. And then runs into the dressing room. Anya, and then clock Sasha. <laughs> Sasha. Yes. What are we doing? We're looking at Anya's dress. I thought you weren't getting in the dress. Jo- Joby, will you excuse us for a moment? Joby nods and scurries mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> Anya, <laughs> listen to me. Look at me. Do you hear me? I'm going to fix this. I have it all worked out. Don't worry. <laughs> Brina, I think very bright girl. Don't know. Doesn't say a lot. But I think she is going to help us get out of here. She's not very keen on you being her mum, just so you know. Great, no offence, but she's going to help us. Also, may or may not have promised her a spot on the show. We'll work that out later. That's not a now problem. And you're going to be just fine. By the way, might I say, bows. Not my favourite accessory on you, Anya. Mm. Yes, Sasha, well, I did not design this dress and I do not care about this dress. And now Bryn is going to be in smaller version of this dress. I, I just want, do we have a secondary plan? Can we, can we just make sure, because my plan is to run into the hay, okay? So <laughs> Dr. C looks at Sasha and goes, you run into the hay. Yeah, that's not a good yeah, no, plan. No, it's not a strong That's actually not a plan. <laughs> I know. And then she clocks Bryn in the dress and is like, oh, creepy. All right. <laughs> she looks back. She goes, I don't have a plan. Maybe we can think of one together. If Brina's going to help us, do we need Brina in here too? Mm. Should I go get her? And where is Kiki? Is she okay? She did not sleep in the hay. Oh, she's outside taking a nap. <laughs> I think it was all the like soup she was eating. <laughs> She was on top of a bunch of gold ore. I think she's fine. Oh, that doesn't sound comfortable. I'm going to be perfectly honest. (laughs) Uh, Brina? (laughs) Yep. Brina, hello, sweet dearest. Sasha has let me know that you are going to... Um, be helpful. Be helpful, uh, yes, at uh, the wedding this afternoon. I am wondering if we could talk woman to woman. I am not replacement for your mommy, and I will never be, literally and figuratively. Anya, I don't think this talk sounds how you think it, it sounds. I, I don't think it sounds how you think it sounds. Pivot, pivot conversation. Pivot. I said I won't be literally and figuratively. No, Anya, I think that is very clear. Conversation. Sounds a lot like you're saying, don't worry, I'm going to make a great mummy, but I'm not your mummy. You need to no, no. help me escape, darling. That's what you need to be saying. Dr. C takes out a piece of beef jerky and just starts eating it like popcorn, just watching what's happening. Oh, oh, okay, okay, Brina, Brina, I 
do not want to marry your father. There we go. Yes, very good. And I do not plan to, but I also do not want to embarrass your father. So can you help us figure out how to let him down gently? I don't think he's going to take my plan gently, but it's the only plan I got. You know what? That's fine too. Maybe he just needs clean breaks so he can get over her right away. But that's also okay. I agree with you, Anya, that my mother is irreplaceable. And I've been really sad and confused. And I had a dream where I think my mom visited me and was trying to tell me that maybe she's not dead. And... Well, she disappeared. She never, we never found Dr. C, her. the beef jerky just falls and goes, like Cece. No, no, I don't think that she's implying that her mum is Cece, darling. I what, what? No, she disappeared. Like Cece. Uh, yes, yes, everyone's disappearing, darling. It's wonderful. Anyway, Brina, what? What's that? Lots of things have disappeared, but my mother is important to me. So that's where I'm no, getting Yes, at. darling. This is very understandable, Brina. So... I have a very, very special tool. And she goes into her tuft. Oh, dear. And she pulls out a very tiny silver ring. And I, Dr. C goes, I'm glad it's not gold, because as soon as Kiki sees mm. it, it's gone. This is um, a very special ring. It's called a ring of invisibility. And if you put it on in the right exact moment, you can disappear, and maybe we can get you out of the wedding by making you just disappear. This is genius plan. Great. Oh, I'm so glad you think so. Okay, you need to put it on and then you need to activate it with some words, but it's pretty simple. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. What are the words? I do. <laughs> Suddenly I have doubts about plan. To the rings, to the ring. You're saying I do, I do accept yes, your invisibility. Yes, but understand, Brina, that sometimes during weddings, like always during weddings, when you say I do, that means you are taking the the contract of marriage. Like you do accept your dad as my husband, which I will never do. Cass has been lurking outside for a long time and is getting really impatient, so she's just gonna go up the mountain. Oh, what? Bye. <laughs> also, when Kiki wakes up, she also wants to go up the mountain. Okay. So as you're waking up, you're right in front of the blacksmiths. You can see through the windows, everyone in there. And you see Bryn actually looking at a few toy figurines. And he pulls out of his pocket a gold bar. Ugh. You recognize that. From the one that's been missing. It's the one that you threw at him back when like you first day met one. him. Okay. I think at this point, I need to assert my dominance. And I think I... <laughs> I think I reach for my bow and I aim it right at Brim. <gasps> through the window of the blacksmith? Or are you going inside? And just to be clear, Brim is still in his little <laughs> wedding dress. Right? Yes. I think I'm ready to kill Brim. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so you roll a d20 and add seven and see if that hits oh seven. I love that you just wake oh up God. and choose violence. Yeah, she just every wakes time. up, sees Bryn through the window, and just shoots him. This is just to roll to see if you hit him, though. This isn't the damage. Yeah, yeah. 22. Oh my God. Oh my God. Just right in the face. <laughs> yeah, so poor little Bryn is making his way oh. over to the counter with his gold bar. He's looking at toys, Kosha. He's looking at toys. He's wearing a tiny dress. Wearing a tiny dress when suddenly he's pierced. 
by this arrow and he crumples to the floor, but we don't know how much damage it does. Oh, okay, so let me roll, roll for that. that. Yeah, you'll roll a d6. Is this a hate <laughs> crime? Yes, it is fully this a hate crime. This is not a hate crime. This man, and I will testify in front of all of, you know, the small people. <laughs> this freakish man has stolen from me, and that's illegal in this town. <laughs> Legal in this town. Um, <laughs> the glass breaks because the arrow went through it. Okay, wait. What am I rolling for? Um, a d6, and you'll add three. Add three. Oh, that's a seven. Oh my gosh. Oh. So you you hit Brynn like right, right hard in like the side back because he's he's facing away from you. It's a very coward cowardly attack. Not yeah. The side back. Um, and he just yeah he falls to the floor and he does not die but he is very injured. Oh, I want to run up to him and steal that bar back. It's on the counter. You can you can uh, grab it. Great. Okay. I say that's what happens when you steal from Kiki and then I grab it. So does Bryn make any sound because we're in the back room? Like can we hear it? Yes. You hear the glass breaking, you hear the scream. You hear yeah, you hear a thump and an I wouldn't. I think you leave it in, actually. I don't think pulling it out is good. <sighs> Dr. C looks at Bryn, and I'm assuming there's blood, right? So like, much blood. She goes, don't worry, Anya. And and she can see Anya is very distressed. She goes, as doctors, we will heal him. Then do it. Jesus Christ, I don't need a speech. <laughs> you are a doctor. Let's go. Let's go. Do I pull it out or no? Dr. C goes, yes. And she takes out her medicine bag and her healer's kit. And she looks to Joby and goes, do you, I'm going to need a thread and, and a sewing needle. Joby is like completely ashen. Um, the violence and the ruination of this work that she's been doing for the past few days is just too much for her to bear. Um, Stay with us, Joby. <laughs> and she, she just like shaking goes and grabs her sewing kit and thrusts it at you. Dr. C starts, um, She's in her element. She's like threading the needle. She looks at Anya and Sasha and Joby and Brina. And she goes, Brina, do you know any healing potions or, or anything you can do? Yes. Brina has been stunned and was frozen for a long moment, but again, wakes up out of it and says, yes, I, I actually have some healing water from the spring. Um, it's right here. Great. I, how do you use the water? You just splash it on whatever you need to heal it. It's healing spring water. Wonderful. We put it in our soups. We put it in everything. Okay. It helps a lot. Anya, you pull. Sorry, I just have to find it first. Yep, though. you take your time. Great. Let us know when you got it. Anya's going to lean into Bryn and, and cradle him and be like, Bryn, Bryn, it's okay. We're going to take care of you. You're going to be okay. Everything is okay. Are you okay? I'm so cold. Oh, my special boy, okay? <laughs> uh, Dr. C. Anya, you get the, uh, on the count of three, you're gonna pull the arrow. Sasha, you're gonna go immediately with the pad. As soon as we stop the bleeding, Brina, get the water, and I'll be ready to sew it up. All right. Ready? Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> Brina, you're killing us. <laughs> feeling the edge of it. There it is. Okay, got it. Brina pulls out a, a small vial of mineral water from the hot springs. A couple splashes of that will be worth three HP. Ready? Okay. On three. Three. <laughs> there's, there's a little hiss as the water hits Brynn's flesh, and you can see that the, the wound is like, 
actually starting to close up a little bit and the blood is starting to slow. And it's not completely healed, but it is, um, it's improving. Ugh. What is Kiki doing <laughs> while this is all going down? I'm very curious. She grabbed the gold bar from the counter. Kiki grabbed her gold bar and she's watching this all with like disdain and disgust. <laughs> but then she looks at everyone around and anyone who makes eye contact with her, she's like, yeah. Dr. C goes, wait, what? That was you? <laughs> Kiki, what on earth? Anya turns around with the fury of a thousand suns and just <laughs> says nothing and ices her out. You're dead to me, bitch. <gasps> oh. She went American for that. <laughs> you know she's angry. To which Kiki is like, um, excuse me, Dr. Anya. Chill. He's gonna be fine. He's barely even scraped. And honestly, when I was his age, I actually had to go through much worse. He's smarter now. Now he knows. Don't steal. Much worse? You were shot with an arrow. <laughs> Girl, you don't know where I'm from. <laughs> I clearly don't. Dr. C starts sewing him up. Okay. Brina leans in and she's like, your friend is so cruel and Brina. Cool? I know. Brina, I'm Brina, she is not our friend. Brina, I don't want you to think that any of us are like this. I am so sorry you had to see such violence. None of us are like this. There is something not right with her. I'm telling you. Would we call it violence? It was barely even a slap. It was an arrow. Kiki, <laughs> you shot an arrow at my pseudo son and tried to kill him i'm so sorry <laughs> and then and then with that kiki turns around and goes back to her car of gold she takes all of her gold and she looks around and she's looking for a plate a way to get out of here you see four mountains surrounding and you see on the west side is where you guys came from. And on the east side, there's uh, seems to be somewhat of a pathway going up. So I think she like turns around and is like, hey, girls, I know it got like a little weird with this drama, but I'm actually <laughs> yeah. going to get out of here. If you guys want to come, you can follow me. And just then you guys hear the rest of the village starting to get uh, more excited. Anya, I don't think that that's a good sound cue for you, darling. <laughs> Anya's face is tear-stained, and she is literally covered in Bryn's blood. So she's not quite ready for a wedding. Dr. C's like, Brina, could we use the ring? And she turns to Anya, and she goes, I think you're going to have to say I do. I will say it right now. Great. And just then, Totor and Tozu come running gleefully Fuck. into the blacksmith shop. And it's the first time you've seen Tozu, and they're so excited. And then they're very shocked because there's a lot going on here. But little Totor walks up to Anya and, and hands her a box and says, This is the present that we got for you. Tozu has been feeling so much better, more healthy, now that he knows he will have a new mommy. And Tozu smiles up at you and he's missing like a bunch of teeth because he's just a little kid. I'm literally going to cry. This is insane. <laughs> Sasha makes eye contact with Anya and winks at her and says, I do love that box. Boy, I do think that they are very good boys, don't you? I do look forward to everything that is going to happen today. The rest of the village comes out and starts pushing everybody into this bridal march. Oh, gosh. Can I open the box? <laughs> yeah. As they're marching forward, Brina leans in to Sasha and Anya and says, Hey, but we never talked about what you could do for me um, if I, d I gave you the ring. So would you take me with you so I can look for my dead mom? <laughs> I thought you said she wasn't dead. Well, 
No, I mean... Brina! Brina, if you want to come with us, you can come with us. Please. Really? Absolutely. Yes. Dr. C's like, you're going to have to work on your tagline. That's all. You really are, darling. I you can really, do that. You have to figure it's it out. It's not that you know, difficult. And I think I'm ready because I've always been taking care of all my siblings. And, you know, it's time. It's time for Jessica and Elizabeth to do some work. <laughs> like they, they're always out. They're always out. Okay, well that tagline is way too long. That's not not a good one at all. We can fix it in post. We can fix it in they're post. They're always out somewhere, and it's time for them to come in. Yes, I agree. Your sisters can take over the family. Yes, all right. But we need to make some sort of distraction when you disappear, because otherwise, if everyone's looking at you, they'll know that there's some 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 magical thing happening. Brina, so- I am a little worried about this because I am here holding my son who was almost just <laughs> murdered. I am covered in blood and my dress is ripped. You look gorgeous though. <laughs> oh, you're very sweet girl, but I am unsure that... Let's not lie to her, darling. Just then you guys notice Tala and Joby talking to each other. They're very concerned and they're very afraid, not just of Kiki, but maybe all of you now. Oh dear, I think we might have made a whoopsie. Um, she goes, no, we can use this to our advantage. Maybe this is how we get out of it. You can show them that you're a terrible mom because you almost killed your own son. <laughs> oh, I did not kill my own son. No, just go with it. Just go with it. Kiki, the psychopath, tried to kill no, him. just go with it. No, Dr. Dr. C. Dr. C. I d- starts saying, oh, my gosh. In her care, <laughs> she hurt her own son. Who would want to marry this woman? Do- Dr. Persuasion C. check. Persuasion check. Fourteen. Um, there's about about like a quarter of the crowd believes you, and starting to look at Anya like, what has Wilfin got? Like, what has he done? Why would someone ever want to marry a woman covered in blood? What a terrible omen! Oh, <laughs> another persuasion check. God damn it! Eleven. Yeah, you lost a couple of them. <laughs> yeah. The crowd has kind of engulfed you guys. It's a it's a Gnome Valley tradition to move the bride along through the village. And as everybody opens their doors to wave hello to you and goodbye to your single life, they they also join behind you. So at this point, you guys have a pretty large crowd. Oh boy. <laughs> and Totor and Tozu are still on either side of you. And little Tozu um, tugs on the remains of your shredded dress um, and asks... Will you open our present? Yes, of course, sweet boy. Um, Anya opens opens the box. And inside you see a, a little cat made of hay and twine. Ooh. And Tozu says, We couldn't find you a real cat, so we made you this cat, and we hope it makes you as happy as you've made us. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Dr. C is going, Child services! <laughs> <laughs> Anya, darling, I, I just might, I, I'd also like to bring up the simple fact that this wife very well could still be alive, which means that your wedding would essentially be null and void because technically he's still married. You know, Anya's. Do you pick up what I'm putting down? Fully moved by the boy's gift and is openly sobbing. And it's like, yes, Sasha, I understand <laughs> that someone cannot be married more than once by human law. And I'm sure by gnome law, this is also true. <laughs> Boys, this is very amazing. Anya, I need gift. for you to get it together, I am darling. I'm truly touched and I will treasure this forever. Anya, it is a straw cat, it is an arts and crafts present. <laughs> How did they know, Sasha? How did they know I miss my egg and my armor? and my 
my brain is injured. How did they know I love the kitties? I mean, you've been talking about literally nothing else, so I think they picked it up. But are, are you staying with me? Are we still doing the plan, darling? Are you all right? Yes. Dr. C notices that no one is listening to her and turns back to Anya and Sasha. I don't think it's working. You two must create distraction so I can disappear and I will meet you on the path out of town. And then Dr. C goes, disappear like into a fog? Ooh. Oh, that's very good. What? Do you have some fog lying around? And then Dr. C touches her chest where the necklaces that no one else knows about and goes, fog. And then starts to see fog yep. all of a sudden start billowing from her body. Oh. Just small little wisps <laughs> of fog. Yeah, you create a 20 foot radius sphere of fog all around you. Cool. And Dr. C goes, Anya, say I do! Uh, uh, <laughs> boys, you're very good boys. She puts on the ring and says, I do! <laughs> and hopefully disappears. She disappears. <gasps> Sasha loudly exclaims, Oh my! What terrible weather we're having! <laughs> what a terrible thing to happen on a wedding day! And Dr. C goes, Anya, put your hand on my shoulder and let's walk out of here. Who would have expected such a thing to happen? How terrible! Wait, no, Dr. C, I literally cannot see you though in this fog. Where are you? Dr. C's like, I really can't see either. So. Anya puts both hands on Sasha and Dr. C's shoulder and oh. she also like scoops Brina forward. So Brina's right in front of her and she's sort of just like walking behind all three of them. Does the ring also extend to us? Not the ring. But no. the fog. We're just not the ring. Got it. Shuffling through the crowd. You're just scooting <laughs> us. Got it. Yeah. So you guys start taking a right towards the mountain where Cass already is, right? Oh yeah. Cass has been going for a while now. <laughs> <laughs> Cass. Cass left before Bryn was shot. Along. So has no knowledge of anything that just happened. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So with the fog covering your escape, you flee the wedding site, making your way across the wheat fields towards the base of the eastern mountain. As you go, the tall golden plants give way to bare rocky ground that begins to slope upwards. And you can see that a path is carved through the rocks ahead of you, curving back and forth as it climbs the side of the mountain until it disappears into the clouds above. And there it is. Ooh. 
at the base of the mountain, you look back towards the village and illuminated by the wedding bonfire that had been set against the backdrop of the lingering fog, you see two small figures who you recognize as Tala and Joby. And they're holding up Kiki's arrow and bits of Anya's bloody dress and they're talking to the crowd of gnomes and the gnomes are becoming riled up and off to one side of the crowd just at the edge of the firelight you can see Wilfin and his remaining children his arms wrapped around them and they're all just staring off into the distance oh my god you guys they're gonna think we stole Brina and like stole all their shit and tried to murder them this is so bad we can never come back here I don't think it's good Dr. C is very upset that Tala and Joby got the crowd riled up with the same bullshit that she was saying. (laughs) (laughs) I am the one who laid the groundwork. Yes, I am sorry you're not getting credit for ruining our reputation in town. I just want to be clear that um, Sasha, Brina... Anya and Dr. C are all huddled together in the fog, but Anya is invisible, um, but holding yes. onto the shoulder of Dr. C. Is that correct? Yeah. Dr. C and Sasha, and I'm pushing Brina forward with my body. And you're holding Bren, right? In his little wedding dress. Yeah. How far up are we? And how much farther up are Cassandra and Kiki? So a little up ahead of you is Kiki. Kiki's out of Gnome Valley, yes, right? Oh, yeah. So the first one out was Cass. So Cass is at the base of the mountain. We'll check back in with her in a second. You're in between uh, Cass, who's up ahead, and the the fog party, who are, who's behind you. <laughs> yeah. The fog party. The fog party. <laughs> I love a good fog party. Mm. Yeah. So, Kiki, you probably also noticed the, the crowd start to turn against everybody. If you look back, um, you can see that all going down. Uh, what are you thinking as you walk towards the mountain? Kiki walks towards the mountain, and she is like, I am getting the fuck out of here, and I am taking this gold to Wilton, and we are going to do lots with it. I cannot wait to go home, you know, with triple my net worth, which was already highest out of anyone here. (laughs) She turns around and she notices, like, the, like, you know, little gnomes. They look a little feisty and she's like, whatever. And then she notices, like, a ton of fog. And she's like, whoa, that's weird. What is that? And then she's like, ooh, vampire weather. And then she turns around and she continues to keep going. Just really fast. She feels a little bit speedier than usual, which is nice. Mm. Yeah, she's she picks up her speed and she goes twice as fast. Yeah. With the are you pushing the cart or is the cart like attached to you? Please let it be attached. How is it attached? I don't know. Straps? Magic? I'm effortlessly pushing it. It's like, you know, I've had handbags heavier. Um, could I have a strength check to see how effortless <laughs> it is? To see how effortless this yeah. in fact is. <laughs> Fuck! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm I'm at a six. So it's not as effortless as she would like to believe. The fog party actually sees up ahead of you now. You're starting to catch up with Kiki because it's so hard for her to push by herself. <laughs> Cass, jumping over to you, you're the first person to make it to the base of the mountain. What are you thinking? Yeah, I mean, so basically, Cass left the mayor's house, was like, 
cool. He literally worships me. <laughs> I'm on my way to where I'm pretty sure women power is happening. So yeah, Cass has just been like feeling herself, like on like on her expedition, just like feeling women power vibes. She's gonna <laughs> sing to the women when she gets there. So she's like, you know, coming up with her entrance song mm. and just like feeling she's just like feeling good. So Cass, you did uh leave earlier and you do have those boots. So you are a little ways ahead. I think you can probably see now that there's been this disturbance behind you and possibly see the figures of your companions approaching. But I mean, you were there first, so if you do wanna climb the mountain before they get there you can get started or you can wait for them no yeah i want to get started because i don't want to be late for women pow and i've already decided that this is my storyline um so if i get a sense that they're coming up behind me i think i'd probably even go faster okay Okay, great it's all about Cass right now it's always been about Cass. unconcerned so uh so Cass, you begin to climb that mountain path um, as you can see, it climbs up through like some rocks. Um, and at first, the, the walk is actually really pleasant. It's kind of like just a gentle hike. And the sun is starting to set because, as you all know, the wedding was meant to take place at dusk. So it's about that time. And the stars are coming out and they're illuminating your way forward. It's very, um, it's you know, it's really quite beautiful and peaceful. The path is lined on both sides by those boulders and the night air is fresh and sweet. And in the distance, you can hear the sound of rushing water, but it's not close by. And then you notice something small and green scurrying across the path in front of you and darting behind a rock. Can I, like, investigate as I walk? Can I, like, walk with conscious purpose and be like, what is around me? Yeah, definitely. Do you want to um, roll an investigation check? Sure. That is... 17. Oh, wow. So as you're walking with purpose and um, investigating, you see another little creature scurry. And as you look closer, you can see that it is a small green lizard. (gasps) Cool. Yeah, I'm just going to keep walking. Okay, great. (laughs) How how of you. (laughs) It's um, it's it's a longer walk than the picture makes it look like. So you're you're in those rocks for a while. Um, But then as you round the bend, you do see a small steaming hot spring just kind of erupting from the rocks. And it looks like super cozy and bubbly. And just beyond it, there is an indentation in the mountainside. That's not quite a cave, but it, it looks like a place that's protected from the elements. And just outside of it, you see the remains of an old fire pit. Mm, yeah. So at this point, when Cassie's the hot spring, she specifically remembers from season two how the producers had set up a little like private hot tub cabana for a few of the cast members so that they could like really dish on the other cast members. So as soon as she sees this like cute little hot spring kind of tucked away off the beaten path, she's like, Okay, this is a confessional (laughs) moment. So she goes over, she takes off her boots and like dips her feet in the hot springs and just sort of like picks a point of focus that feels like it would be the most likely to have a hidden camera in it. And um, she just like takes a deep breath and starts to monologue. What What does she say? (laughs) Go on. Wow, what an adventure it's been. I have to say, as a woman in today's society, sometimes I'm just not feeling powerful enough. Do you know what I mean? But then I think back on all of the journeys I've been on, all of the creatures that I've fought, and all of the new gnome people I've befriended. And it just reminds me that if I put my mind to it, 
and if I spend my money on the right classes and workshops, I can accomplish anything. And then she just starts to sing the new Women Pow ballad that she's been making up this whole walk up the mountain. It goes, hey ladies, if you feel like you don't have any pow, and you wanna come and get some more pow, well you better come and get some, and when you've had enough, you probably haven't had enough, so come back, and then you're gonna get a lot more pow, and you can stay here and get your whole pow, and remember that we're at, it's called Women Pow, and boy, you're gonna pow. <laughs> Performance check. I love that. That is a 25. Yeah, it is. Boy, what a performance. <laughs> it seems wow. like no one was around to hear it, though. But <laughs> could it have been so great that that green creature, like, pops out? The lizard? The lizard? Small lizard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That lizard loved yeah, it. Yeah, all the lizards would probably be pretty I think, impressed. You know, what actually does happen, though, you do, you hear a little and you look up and you see like a little bit, it must be like a swarm of a few bees that have circled around you since you were singing. Oh, hey bees. <laughs> <laughs> I notice the bees swarming around and I get an idea and I say, hey Clarissas, and by Clarissas I mean the bees. Quick question, I'm looking for a tower and I'm supposed to turn it on. And I'm wondering if you could, like, fly ahead and see what's up with that and just, like, give me the deets. We can do that. And they all kind of collectively move up the path towards the peak of the mountain. Cool. Yeah, I think I'm going to put my boots back on then and just keep walking since I've had my moment in the spring. Is Clarissa still with you? Yeah, she is. I was just talking to the other Clarissas. (laughs) Yeah, I was just curious if she was also in the hot spring. Yeah, I've dipped her little toes in as well. While Cass and Clarissa have been, um, you know, dipping in the hot spring, the rest of the party has been moving closer to the mountain. Um, So you can all start to make your way up if you'd like. Yep. We like. Yes, we would very much like to do that. Let's go. Yes, let us move forward. So then, yeah, you you begin to follow that same path that Cass just did, um, the kind of nice wide hiking trail vibe that then is surrounded by these rocks with these scurrying creatures. Anya, I, I know that you're still very paranoid, but you can really take that ring off now. Nobody can see you anyway. <laughs> Anya, still invisible, positions herself directly in front of Kiki and then takes the ring off. Whoa! <laughs> Hey, girl, I did not see you there. Whoa. (laughs) What's up? Kiki, (laughs) why did you try to kill my son? That's your son? Yeah. Um, okay, I think there's been a little bit of a misunderstanding. Mm. I thought that was dinner, and he stole from me, and nobody steals from Kiki. You thought that Bryn was dinner? (laughs) 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 I did. He looks like a pig, if I'm being honest. He does. It's the dress. The dress it's is the scary. Dress. Kiki, you would do well to shut the fuck uh, up. Okay. First of all, um, okay. And then Kiki just, like, wraps up her, like, makes sure her gold is all wrapped up. And then she awkwardly tries to, like, maneuver around Anya as quietly as she can. And just continues to move forward. While you guys are down at the base of the mountain before the springs, Dr. C, you also notice these green things whizzing around. They look like lizards. Dr. C remembers... Yeah, the recipe that she needs a live beating heart. So she takes a little bit, bit of jerky 
and puts it down in front of her. <laughs> Lizards do love jerky. Lauren, how she's a little nervous that Kiki might eat it, but she's like, I'll take that chance. I love that we all have beef jerky. <laughs> and uh, is going to try to lure a little green lizard friend. Maybe a survival check to see how well your, your trap works. <sighs> Guys, I am rolling so poorly today five me too except when it was time to shoot brit <laughs> yeah you nailed that <laughs> yeah you're waiting there for quite a while <laughs> uh brina sees this going on and goes over to dr c and says you know there's a whistle that works on them <laughs> and then dr c picks up the piece of jerky and goes kiki do you want some jerky with within seconds kiki is by her side <laughs> Why did you shoot Anya's special little boy? And Kiki is like, I didn't know. I, I I was actually, there was this really evil gnome guy. And like, I saw him running around and he threatened to kill us all. And so I, I that that's, so I, I so he, I, so I tried to shoot him. Yeah. Persuasion and, and, check all the deception way. Check. Deception. <laughs> a deception check on this. I accidentally hit Brynn. Okay. 15. Oh. I would say it sounded pretty hard to believe even with a 15, but maybe there's a different way that Dr. C perceives all this from Kiki. I think Dr. C realizes that something went down. She's not sure she really believes what went down, but she believes that Kiki didn't mean to shoot at Bryn on purpose. Because why would anyone want to hurt Bryn, you know? <laughs> so cute. <laughs> you know, you just said to Anya, you thought he looked like a pig. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you guys are still waiting for... Uh... A lizard? Uh, no, I've picked up the um, piece of jerky and I turn to Brina and I go, a whistle, you say? Could you demonstrate what the whistle sounds like? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's long. Got it. As Brina whistles, um, some lizards do start to scurry around her feet. Ew. <laughs> and go ahead. See? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Two little lizards poke out and they, they scurry over to your feet as well. And Dr. C turns to Brina and says, By the way, totally random thought. That spell of longevity you were talking about. I need the heart to be alive, right? Yes. There's a very special way. You have to put your hand, your little, well, I guess I might be the only one that has nails that are exactly small enough, but you have to puncture it with your nail and then twist and then pull it out and put it in the bottle very, very quickly while it's still beating. It's a very, very difficult technique. I have only been able to do it a couple times, but, um, but it is possible. Dr. C looks in her bag for any sort of bottle. How much oxy does she have left? I think she has 8.75. Well, we're not using that bottle. <clears throat> do I have aspirin still? Yeah, you do. Yep. Okay, well, she unscrews that, chucks the pills into the oxy bottle as well, <laughs> and gives the bottle to Brina and goes, could we put it in this bottle? A little beating heart. Brina says, well, you need to put the other ingredients in first because the heart needs to be suspended in liquid. Dr. C's like, I think I have everything but a dead spider. <laughs> Meanwhile, back to uh, Cass. So Cass, um, you, you and Clarissa are now out of the little um, hot spring. 
um, mm-hmm. continuing your way up the mountainside. Um, and small rocks are beginning to slide under your feet as you hike on. Uh, the path is getting steeper as it weaves up the, the side of the mountain. And the higher you get, the colder the air is starting to become and the louder the sound of the water is growing until as you turn a corner, suddenly you can see to your left a waterfall pouring down the craggy mountainside into a deep chasm below. And stretching across the chasm is a rope bridge with 10 wooden planks. And beneath the bridge, you can see the tops of trees. Wow. Uh, Cass is starting to get a little perturbed that this journey is um, so long and also now so dark and cold. Uh, she really, she was like on the high, like riding the high of like looking so young and having the gnome, gnome people worship her. But at this point, she's like getting a little fed up. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess we've got to keep going because it's just like cold <laughs> here. And I, you know, I don't really, this. it's loud. It's like hard to hear by the waterfall. So she's just going to keep going right across that bridge. Oh, okay, great. So it's a pretty old bridge. It's been here for a couple of generations at this point. Um, Most gnomes in the Gnome Valley know not to cross this bridge because there was an accident um, in Wilfin's generation. But anyway. But anyway. uh, Anyway. anyway. Gnomes are so small. We're so much bigger than gnomes, everyone. This is not great. Um, You will roll a d20 for every lettered plank. Okay. If you hit a one, you, the plank will, will break. Do you fall automatically if the plank breaks? Not automatically. Okay. Got it. Ah, fuck four. (laughs) Yeah. You go onto that first plank. You can feel how like dicey this is right now. All right. It's up to you whether or not you move on to B. Yeah, I'm going to keep going. Great. <laughs> Roll again. <laughs> 17. Okay. Yeah, you. Th- this one feels a lot sturdier for you. Oh, that's better. Yeah. Well, now I've got more confidence, so I'm definitely going to keep going. Nine. Okay. It's anything but a one? Yep. Oh, dope. All right. 14. Okay. 20. You do a little Ooh. hop on that one. Okay. 16. <laughs> Six, <laughs> nine, eighteen. <laughs> now I'm like, I haven't rolled a one and it's getting suspicious. Twenty. Wow. Do I have one, one more? Yeah, this is a jump. Okay. It would be an athletics roll. Ooh, Lord. Five. Ooh, that was dicey. But you do make it. And we go back over to the base of the mountain where everyone else is. Okay, great. So um, what are you going to do with the lizards, Dr. C? Yeah, what are you going to do with them? Dr. C wants to capture them, but she doesn't know how to keep them. Because they're all like wily and I don't have like a little cage. So she turns to Brina and says, Brina, is there any way we can capture some of them without killing them? Oh, for sure. I have some twine here. We can give them little leashes and they can come with us for a while. (laughs) Um, I can also carry them if that's easier, but... I know that this path is really, it can be really tiring for gnomes since my legs are, you know, a third as long as yours. So here's the twine, but I'm thinking I might have to go back for some supplies before I go on this journey with you. Maybe while you're sleeping, I can go creep back and collect some things because I'm wearing a crochet skirt and <laughs> I wasn't prepared to leave so quickly. A crochet skirt. Brina, you do have stuff on you in your inventory and you have a little uh, bag with you. So... I prepared for this very moment because I thought that this might happen. So um, 
I I have more twine in my in my hair, but I think this should be enough to make um, leashes for now. But you can also just carry them once they're on the leashes and attach them. You know, tie the leash to you know yourself, and they can scurry around you and sit on your shoulders, and they'll just hang out. They they don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> they don't. Doctor C is like okay. Sure. And she starts making teeny tiny leashes, <laughs> takes her dagger out and like cuts the the rope and puts a little teeny tiny leash over a little teeny tiny lizard and is like, I will name you Cooper oh. after my dog child. It's worse if you name them actually. <laughs> and then she goes to the next one. I will name you Coco. Puts a little tiny leash on. Makes sense. And she goes, I will name you Kiki. Well, Kiki perks up after hearing her name. <laughs> and then she goes, I will name you Sasha. So Alicia, and she goes, mm, I'm going to rename Cooper and Coco to Anya and Cass. You go and take their horse out. No, there are my little baby pets. And then she takes them and then she puts them in her bag. <sighs> um, in your bag of holding? Sure. Because remember what happened to the hamstrabbits? Oh, you're right. She puts them on her neck. <laughs> Now she's got a collar. Cute. Love collar. Ow! Cool flex, bro. (laughs) Excellent. Um, So, yeah, then you're going to continue on the path and you will find that same small steaming hot spring that Cass was um, relaxing in earlier and the the indentation in the mountainside behind it that's not quite a cave and the remains of an old fire pit. Brina gets really excited when she sees the hot spring. She hasn't been here in a while and she turns to the group and says... This is the best spot. It's rejuvenating and it'll give us energy for our travels. We could even sleep in here if we wanted to. It's really warm. Oh, is that nice? Brina, um, since it seems you're going to be with us for uh, a while, um, uh, that tagline we were talking about, um, perhaps you can just try it out on me right now. You just look right at me and you just give me your best tagline. What have you got for me? Taglines around the world, lines on rocks, and lines for the girl I'm looking for. Good. Wonderful. Good. Thank you. Better than ours. That's it. That's the one. Anya, why don't you go and take a dip in this hot spring, darling? Wash some of that blood off of yourself. Yes, Anya has removed her uh, her dress and is in her undergarments. And she's also removing the frilly dress from Bryn because this is the healing spring, right? So she's yes. hoping that together they could be clean and well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Beautiful scene. Mother and son. Dr. C <laughs> takes her water skin and empties out the water and then fills it with water from the hot spring. It's the water we're all sitting in. Seals it on up and then kicks her booties off and puts her feet in. Beautiful. And randomly she thinks, man, Cass would have really enjoyed this. Is anyone wondering where she is? That's the first time anyone has thought about Cass this entire time. No one has questioned where Cass is this entire time. And then Dr. C thinks, I wonder where Cass is this entire time. I think Kiki continues on to the bridge. Okay. Okay, great. Quietly. Quietly carrying all the gold. Yeah. Whoever is in the hot spring, including Bryn, you start to see Bryn's wound fully 
<laughs> heel. Rena looks at everyone and then winks and said, I told you so. <laughs> That's a much better tagline. Let's go with that. (laughs) Dr. C puts her boots back on. And can I investigate the campsite? Absolutely. Investigation. 13. Okay. So, um, yeah, as you're looking around the campsite, you can see that it's been used, you know, for many years. This is clearly a place that the gnomes have been using for generations. And then um, you also see in the ashes of the fire pit something shiny. Dr. C looks around and she also, again, gets a little a little sad that Cass isn't here because investigation is what they would do together. <laughs> but she always thought getting young together was also something they'd do together, too. She looks around and um, sees something shiny in the fire pit and uses the toe of her boot to kind of push the ashes aside to see what the shiny bit is. So you can see that it is a a piece of gold that looks like it is part of a piece of jewelry. And Dr. C picks it up and can't decide whether or not to ask the group if this looks like something Cece would wear. But she decides to. (laughs) So she goes back to the hot tub and goes, I found this piece of gold jewelry. Does it look like any jewelry we know? Cece was wearing that when we were taken. (gasps) She must have been here. And Dr. C goes, she always did love a good spa. <laughs> Rena leans in and says, who's Cece? And oh, this reminds me, can I have my ring back? Oh, right. Oh, yes, um, here. Oh, <laughs> well, that was easy. All right. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Rena, <laughs> Cece is one of our friends. She's, she um, looks like us. Like tall. Us. We're trying to find her. Have you, have you seen Cece Rena? I don't think she knows what a CC is, darling. All right. Sasha, I am realizing we have never spoken about uh, who took you and when you were with CC together. Tell oh. the entire story right now, please. <laughs> well, Anya, thank you um, for asking, because it is rather strange that from the get-go, everyone just sort of wanted to leave me in a cage and then treat me as if everything were my fault after I had been through. It was easier to transport you. <sighs> People don't forget. Anyway, after I had wound up here after Bono's gorgeous, gorgeous party, it really was something for the books. I wound up here and uh, I was captured, you see, uh, by something called the snippers or the cutters. Yes, that's it. The snippers. And they were terrible people. Sasha, were they people? Oh, um, you know, I'm not entirely certain. I, I don't want to assume because I, I don't want to get cancelled, to be perfectly honest. But I know that they were terrifying to behold. And then before I knew it, one, one day Cece was also there and we were going to escape together. And I think that they knew that because then they separated us and they decided to sell me off. And it was just terrible. You know, they didn't even sell me off for what I was worth, I think. I think they sold me off for very little. The last I saw of Cece was when they were leaving and she said she was going to get me out of there and I said I was going to find her and we both reached for each other and she disappeared into the night. Just like that. It cannot be good news that her necklace was in fire. Yes? Is this where you found it, Dr. C? Yes. Maybe she's been leaving us, you know, little clues. Mm. Or maybe she burned to death. <laughs> all right, Rina. Let's all <laughs> calm down. Yeah. There is tact. 
We use tact in this group sometimes, not always. And Dr. C turns to Brina and goes, did something like this happen to your mom? All right. Oh. Dr. Christina, but shot for shot here, all right? Everyone calm down. <laughs> uh, Dr. C, are there any bones in fire? There's no bones. Doesn't look like it. There you go. There are no bones. Everybody is okay. <laughs> we just go, we go, we find them. Anya's been dressing, putting her armor back on, putting Bryn back in his little outfit. You're keeping him in his little outfit? This bloody outfit? No, his original clothing. He was shot with a tiny bow outfit. <laughs> Unless Bryn, Bryn, do you want to put on um, the, the bows? Do you want to keep anything? Are you happy in this outfit? Are you okay? I'd like to keep one bow. Of course, my sweet. And so he does. He takes a bow and tucks it inside of his shirt, just like Anya tucks him inside of her shirt. Yes. And uh, Kiki is further ahead. She has made it to the bridge, and she sees the same thing that Cass did, these ten wooden planks over this waterfall that seems to fall into the trees. Uh, would Kiki like to begin to cross the bridge? Yeah. Would it be worth it to use my rope to swing across the bridge? With all that go- all that heavy gold? I mean, gold? It could, it, something could happen. Um, you know, I'm going to roll on this. <laughs> I'm going to try to cross this bridge. Okay, so start rolling a d20. You have one more lucky point left, so you can use that on one of your rolls. Great, okay. Roll to two. Let's go. Oh, no. Yeah, so that first one is super shaky, and, like, it even makes a little bit of a crack. Almost like a two would make it so that the plank A, if somebody hits a two or a one, it goes down. Hmm. Great. Love that for us. Kiki hears that and is like, ah! And then uh, she says a quick little prayer. Oh, shit. Um, and then she rolls again. Okay. Seven. Okay, you make it. <laughs> two again. Ooh, uh-oh. C cracks a little bit, but you're okay. And Kiki goes, ah! Again. And then continues to move forward. <laughs> Um, this is a nine. Okay. You're right over that waterfall now. It's to the left of you. It's beautiful. Oh, my God. Ooh. And now I just rolled a 19. Ooh, a little hop. Oh, good. Kiki feels very graceful. Okay, a two again. Oh, gosh. So F cracks. And then it's like, it's all that gold ore. (laughs) It's all the gold. Yeah. Four. Okay. You made it to G. Five. Made it to H. Seven. Made it to I. Uh, six. Made it to J, and now it's an athletics check to see if you can jump. Okay, great. Eight. Okay, you make it over. Okay, back to the others. Are Do you guys want to come to the bridge now? Fog party? The Fog foggers? Party. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I think we're all well-rested. Who is first? Who makes it to the bridge first? I'll go. I volunteer as tribute. Okay. Yes, Sasha. Thank you for going first. I uh, need to tie my shoes. <laughs> Good one. All right. So um, A, C, and F. If it's a two or a one, it will it'll break. Great. Wonderful. <laughs> Feel good about all of that. 14. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's on the law for 20. Oh, oh. oh. With finesse, she walked on that next one. Yes, she did. 14, 8, 17. Nice. You're over that waterfall. 18, 4, 18, 9, 13. And an athletics jump. 7. (laughs) You just make it over. (laughs) 
Lovely. Who's up? Dr. C sees that uh, Sasha has made it across. With finesse. With finesse. (laughs) A little jealously. And she turns to Brina and she holds her hands. She goes, I am really proud of you, by the way, for standing in your own power. Here we go. 13. Nice. 19. So this is where we're going to go with all the high numbers today? Four. Mm-hmm. Five. All right. Six. Twenty. Ooh, a little hot. Thirteen. I'm going to laugh so hard at one. Fourteen. Thirteen. Sixteen. Tams. I think you just have the jump left. Right? And so yeah. now, let's go. It's a four. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Dr. Well, we, C. We need to see if you fall, because there's a chance for you to grab onto that last plank, oh, okay. but it's going to take a dexterity saving throw of 12 or over. Well, we've all been seeing how this is going. It's a seven. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, no. But look, there's a little outcropping. There's an outcropping on that little rock. Maybe you can grab onto that. <laughs> As this is happening, I would like to know, <laughs> Dr. C., what are you thinking and feeling? As she's falling and she can see Sasha's face peering over, <laughs> Dr. Siegel, oh, I can't believe this is the last thing I'm going to see is <laughs> Sasha's face before I bite it. Sasha, <laughs> what are you thinking and feeling? As Sasha leans over the edge to make sure she gets a really good <laughs> image of this really epic, cinematic, gorgeous <laughs> shot. She thinks, this is incredible. <laughs> no one has ever had a scene like this before. Anyway, never mind. This is really upsetting about Dr. C, isn't it? I wonder if I should be doing something right now. Kiki, up a little ways ahead, you didn't see this happen. What are you thinking and feeling right now? Kiki is feeling, like, really confident that she's, like, sort of, like, managed to thrive in this environment. She feels like, I really got this land down. Like, no one here can fuck with me. And she is like, I am going to get home to Wilton, and he's going to be so proud of me. And I'm wondering what he's going to get me as, like, sort of like a I survived gift. (laughs) Anya, what are you thinking and feeling right now? I'm assuming you did see this at the edge of the bridge. Yeah. uh, Anya, standing behind Brina, watched Dr. C make this, like, aborted jump, (laughs) miss completely. And, like, start to fall. And Anya is just completely horrified. And it's been such a traumatic day that all of her defenses are down. And in the back of her mind and, like, on the surface of her skin, she gets goosebumps and she feels the ancestors calling to her. And she thinks, maybe there's something I can do to save Dr. C in this moment with the help of the ancestors. Brina, standing right behind or in front of Anya, what are you thinking and feeling right now? Brina's thinking, I told them so. <laughs> Actually, wait, I didn't tell them about the bridge. <laughs> I should have told them so. Oh, shoot. But that's okay because Dr. C was a doctor and I'm kind of like a doctor too. I can heal a lot of things. So <laughs> if she dies, I'll be the doctor. I can heal things and, I, and I'm... I'm willing to take on that role as we continue, but man, she was cool. I hope that her and the lizards don't die. Cass, all the way up ahead, 
What are you thinking and feeling right now? Man, at this point, she's tired, she's cold, and no one has checked in on her. Like, she's been apart from the group for a very long time, and no one has even attempted to ask where she is or what she's doing. So she's getting real mad. But at the same time, she's feeling like she needs a little support, you know? She's, like, prepping for Women Pow. She's been on this long adventure. She made up a whole song. She just takes that that rage and that energy and just, like, pushes it down deep inside like she teaches you to do at Women Pow. <laughs> and instead, she picks up the phone. Ring, ring, Christina. <laughs> and with that... This is a Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons. What a fun cliffhanger. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to Real Housewives of Dungeons and Dragons. Want more RHO D&D? Head on over to patreon.com slash housewives of D&D for exclusive bonus content like full-length video versions of our episodes, our bi-weekly behind-the-scenes podcast, Here's What Happened, access to our RHO D&D Discord mansion, monthly live events, ad-free episodes, and so much more. Patreon.com slash housewives of D&D. Follow us across social media at Housewives of D&D and send us your thoughts at housewivesofdnd at gmail.com. Our DMs are Valen Shore and Allison Zada, and our players are Riley Rose Critchlow, Elizabeth Ho, Liz Jenkins, Kosha Patel, and Nicole Wyland, with special guest stars Dasha Kittredge and Misha Reeves. Original music by Valen Shore and sound design by W. Alex Reeves. RHO D&D is a joint production of Hags Media and Pacey's Creek and is not affiliated with Bravo or Wizards of the Coast. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.